And I grew up very close to a zoo, maybe about a mile from the zoo, which was walking distance for us as children. And so we used to visit all the time. And I often wondered, you know, what happens behind the scenes because I, I was at the zoo so often. How did they care for the animals? I was very curious, but I was always afraid to ask because no one looked like me. On this episode of the Creator Community, we'll meet Lisa Randolph, a former telecom industry manager, a rock and fossil hunter, and lover of animals with a passion for mentoring young girls from challenging neighborhoods. We'll hear how Lisa developed her passions and has spent years inspiring young girls to think and believe in a bigger and better life. We'll follow Lisa's journey of wanting to help young diverse girls needing to see themselves as heroes in books and creating her own to do just so, the Wildlife Divas Adventure Team. We'll hear how this passion led her to standing face to face with the mountain gorilla in Uganda and having the director of the Ugandan Wildlife Authority help her plan her global book launch tour and more. Check out the show. Welcome to the third season of the Creator Community. This is a podcast series from book publisher New Degree Press or NDP. I'm your host, John Saunders, founder of Forward Advisory Solutions. This show is designed to celebrate, elevate, and showcase many of the incredible authors that have published their books with NDP. This year, 2021, New Degree Press will cross over 1,000 published authors. In this show, we get to know the authors and their books, as well as give you a behind-the-scenes look at their journey. We'll find out what it takes to bring a book from an idea to being available wherever you buy books online. It's no easy task. Nothing worth it ever is. But with a solid structure, coaching, and community, it's very much attainable. Today, I have with me Lisa Randolph. She's a 25-year Fortune 500 company retiree veteran and an avid rock fossil hunter. After retirement, she spent 10 years as a youth coordinator and mentor for a nonprofit organization for at-risk girls, helping them find a better path in life. Representation matters. Passionate about bringing inclusive and empowering stories to young readers, especially black girls, fully aware of real setbacks that minority children experience, she's ready to show that there's a world beyond their neighborhoods and that they are smart enough and capable to be whoever they wanna be especially when focused on science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, STEAM. Inspired by zoologists and wildlife conservation experts, Lisa Randolph has traveled the world. Now she brings the world to young, voracious readers. Lisa's new book, The Wildlife Adventures Team, Saving the Endangered Mountain Gorilla, has a mid-December 2021 target publishing date and will be available wherever you buy books online. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you, John. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. It is such a pleasure to have you here and learn more about your story. You've got a fascinating one, I think, for our listeners. Before we jump into it, you know, how did you go from telecom manager to book author? Well, it's an interesting journey indeed. Again, after 25 years of working in corporate, corporate America, I left and I found a nonprofit organization for at-risk girls. And that journey changed my life. I found my passion in life. And I knew I was in the right place. And I knew that this is what I was born to do is help at-risk girls. That's incredible. And when you think about that change, I mean, what a change in direction, right? From going for working for a fortune, you know, a fortune 500 company to working with at-risk girls, you know, where do you think that passion, that energy came from? I think it came from me. It was basically, I think when I touched these little girls, I was touching the little girl in me. 
So all the opportunities that I felt that I missed as a child, I, I saw myself in these girls and it gave me an opportunity to heal myself as I directed them on a, a different path in life. So you wanted them to not miss out on the opportunities that you maybe felt you missed out on as you went along the way. So you, you took the time to go, to go meet them where they were and, and try to help them. Absolutely. That's incredible. It takes a village to raise a child. Incredible. And where was the area that you worked with these young children? Well, this was in San Francisco. So it was one of the, uh, one of the toughest neighborhoods in San Francisco. It's, it's still there. They are having some issues where they're tearing down the townhomes and rebuilding the community. But I think a lot of people are being misplaced from this community. So it's, it's really making a change in these children's lives. It's really upsetting their lives and making huge changes. Very sorry to hear that. So what, where, where are they going? Where are they getting? Just different communities within the city. So a lot of, yes, a lot of challenges ahead. Uh, they've been in a challenging environment. There will continue to be challenges ahead for them. It sounds like no doubt. So maybe that would be a, a good way to segue into, you know, why did you want to get this book out there? Lisa, what, why was it important to get this, this book out to the world? I felt compelled to write this book because I saw a need for girls to see themselves in non-traditional careers, education. I I saw that there was an opportunity for them to see themselves not necessarily blocked into this this community that they lived in, but to see the world at, at home and that they could actually participate in this world, not just their communities. To find a new path, to to find maybe a way out, or or to to improve the circumstance that they're in, and maybe for their lives and their families. I mean, what a Absolutely. what a, what a great mission, and and lead into your book. So, what what is the book about? The Wildlife Adventures Team. What what is it all about? So, the book is about five African American girls who use science, technology, engineering, arts, and math to problem solve their way around the world, and they're saving endangered species in the process. That's awesome. So the, the letters in STEAM, are their superpowers? Is that a fair statement? It, well, in a way, I, I, it's superpowers, but they're normal <laughs> superpowers. Powers. And so I, and in, my, in my dealing with the, the girls at the academy, I, I, I recognize that most of them have these attributes and uh, these interests, but I don't think there was a path, a clear path for them to pursue this. And I saw the opportunity to, to show some representation through my book and my characters that these girls could have examples of girls that look like them, girls that talk like them and act like them. And maybe they could see themselves um, in this position one day to travel the world, to save species, to learn about science and technology, engineering, arts and math. And I, I wanted them to, to see themselves and have the opportunity to do those things. I love this, opening their minds, their eyes to see the rest of the, so many other opportunities in the world. Where do you think your passion and interest from STEAM or connecting the dots with these young girls in STEAM came from? I actually, I realize and I recognize that STEAM is the future, STEM, STEAM. There is no way around it. Everything right now, I, I want these girls to be, not just be end users of science and technology and I want them to actually be a participant and to be able to actively play a role in creating uh, new software and exploring careers in science and 
And I, I wanted them to know that there was a chance that they could do this, where they, they've always felt there wasn't a chance. Show them through the book, girls that look like them, that feel like them, that there is there is a different path. And this, the STEAM, no doubt, STEAM is going to be with us for many, many years to come, right? And to drive the economy. It does. What a great way to connect the dots and through a fun story that's really targeted for, you know, young girls that are just starting to kind of think about these things and what's next for them. You know, why is it important for us to recognize and understand? Or what is it that's important for us to recognize and understand about these young girls? Well, I think um, because they live in such marginalized communities, they don't have the same opportunities as most other children that live in communities that have better school systems and such. And I, I thought the need was there for these girls to be immersed in science, be immersed in technology. There, there are a few organizations right now that, like Black Girls Code, so they're teaching girls, and at a very young age, starting at age seven, they're teaching them and immersing them into STEM. And I feel that this will change the direct, uh, trajectory of their lives and, and possibly take them out of the poverty cycle. Right now, where they live, they've lived for generations in poverty. And I think being in STEM and STEAM will give them the opportunity to lift themselves out of that situation, their families out of that situation, their next generation of children out of this situation. Open their minds, maybe break the cycle that they've been accustomed to and, and for generations in their family. I mean, what a, what a brilliant mission you're on. So speaking of missions, let's talk a little bit more about the girls and the mission they're on. What's, what is the mission they're on exactly on, on, in book number one? And, <laughs> and, book number where, one. and where do they go? So in book number one, they're on a mission to save mountain gorillas in Uganda. So they travel to the Bawindi Impenetrable Forest, and they're going to stop poachers from trapping and kidnapping baby mountain gorillas, and they're going to save the species. <laughs> Incredible. And what, what, what do we, for those of us who maybe don't know about these gorillas, anything you can share about the gorillas that's of interest? Uh, it's very interesting. So mountain gorillas are the uh, rarest of the mountain gorillas. They live in only three countries in Africa. That's Rwanda, the Democratic Republic of Congo, and Uganda. And there are only about 1,200, or a little less than 1,200 mountain gorillas left on the entire planet. So they have been facing extinction. And they are on the critically endangered species list. Wow, 1,200 in the world. They all live in three countries in Africa. Yes. And this is specifically the silverback gorilla, is that right? It's the mountain gorilla. Excuse me, mountain gorilla. Yes. Incredible. And it's I think incredible. at some point I read something about how much they can lift or bench press. Is, is this? <laughs> well, they, they're like, they have the strength of, uh, I think it's eight humans, you know, eight <laughs> men if they have the strength. And I did get a chance to witness it firsthand. I actually went gorilla trekking into the Buwindi Impenetrable Forest myself. The same story I write about, I've actually walked the walk. It was incredible. <laughs> so this was a recent trip you took to Uganda, is that right? Yes, I just returned in October. That's incredible. And how did that journey come into your life? Oh, well, 
the power of social media. You cannot, it cannot be understated. I am a, I fear social media. (laughs) You have to take me kicking and screaming, but the most wonderful opportunity happened. It was just a a random post I saw mentioning the, the rainforest that I'm writing about. And I just typed a message and they responded. And, and from there, magic happened. So I was able to um, take a trip. I was invited to come to Uganda. I was able to go on safari for two weeks. One of the things being that I traveled into the rainforest to actually witness the gorillas. And, the, and just recently, uh, this past Sunday, there was a, on 60 Minutes, uh, Leslie Stovall actually went into the rainforest to see the gorillas herself. So it's just, it's all, it's all playing in together. And, and she had a very interesting trek into the rainforest, which I can attest to. It's very difficult terrain and it's, uh, it's very interesting and it's worthwhile. Once you get to the top and you see the gorillas, it takes your breath away. So 60 minutes is just following around to see whatever you're doing. They're going to follow. <laughs> I think they're following me. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. So you made a post about this rainforest and somebody in Uganda recognized it. And well, they made a post about the rainforest and I recognized it and I responded. I was like, oh, you know, I don't see anybody posting about this particular rainforest. You know, I'm writing a children's book about it. And and then the magic happened. It just it was the most incredible trip I've ever taken. And they call Uganda the Pearl of Africa. It is truly the Pearl of Africa. Did you learn on your trip why they call it that? How did it get that name? Actually, the, it was named by Winston Churchill, named it the Pearl of Africa. It is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. It's, it's between a mountain range and a big lake, is that right? Yes, Lake Victoria. And, and the, the source of the River Nile is there in Uganda as well. Absolutely incredible. It was incredible. It was the group that reached out to you. Was that somebody uh, from the Uganda government or was it a safari or who was that person? It was a safari organization. So the owner and operator of Let's Go Gorilla Uganda reached out to me and invited me to come. And you went down there and had this 14 day adventure. Holy cow. (laughs) So many things happened. It was it was it was wonderful. Absolutely. I actually got to meet the Ugandan Wildlife Authority, Director of Tourism, and he's invited me back to uh, do my book launch. I actually had a meeting with him where I sat down and I gave him a chapter by chapter synopsis of the book. And when I finished, he was like, this is wonderful. I'm in, you know, and he's like, I want you to come back. I want you to uh, promote your book here. I want to come to the U.S. and help promote your book there. It's the journey has been incredible. Unbelievable. So <laughs> you wrote this book, you made saw a post about the rainforest you were writing about on Instagram, reached out to that person and boom, all these doors just started to open up for you. Blue open. I think this is a really interesting testimony. I mean, when you sat, when you wrote, sat down to write this book, did you think, gosh, I'm going to go to Africa and meet all these Ugandan officials and become friends with them? Never. if you had told me a year ago I would be living this life I would said you you're crazy it's it's been fascinating it's been wonderful all because of this this creative journey that you've been on with how tying steam together supporting the young girls giving them a better path or better thought about how to go through life and connecting them with with Uganda you know where did your passion for wildlife and the gorillas come from 
Well, mine came from from childhood. I, as we all, I think we all were Disney and and Wild Kingdom, and <laughs> so and I and I grew up very close to a zoo, maybe about a mile from the zoo, which was walking distance for us as children. And so we used to visit all the time. And I often wondered, you know, what happens behind the scenes because I, I was at the zoo so often. How did they care for the animals? I was very curious, but I was always afraid to ask because no one looked like me. So I didn't think I could do this job because no one there looked like me. No one at the zoo. No one at the zoo. And which, which zoo was that, by the way? It's a Miami Metro Zoo. Zoo Metro, it's called now. They just recently changed the name. Zoo Metro. So you were there, you were fascinated by what was going on, and you really thought about maybe getting a job there, but realized, wow, nobody here looks like me, so I guess I can't do it. And so maybe maybe the early spark that started you thinking about how to help and support these young girls and, and yes. as your career has gone on to a new chapter, uh, that is that is incredible. You know, when you think about this journey for yourself, Lisa, has there been, you know, have there been any other unexpected positive you found from writing this book and, and going through this journey? Yes, there has been. I, I went to an orphanage in Uganda and I have a friend here that donated toys and school supplies. So I got a chance to deliver the school, the, the toys and supplies to the children at the orphanage, which prompted me to want to start a nonprofit organization so that I can help these children, help our children. I think the children here in the United States or the girls that I work with closely, they would benefit from being able to travel along with me to Africa to number one, ex- have that experience of being outside of their own neighborhoods but to also see children that are much less fortunate than they are and for them to recognize, even though they live in poverty, they're very lucky. They have running water and things like that where these children have absolutely nothing. So pretty big perspective shift for them in, in a couple of fronts here. One, to sort of help them think bigger about the world in terms of thinking about STEAM and, and maybe some broader career ideas for their future, but two, realizing Hey, maybe things aren't as bad as I thought, right? We take running water for granted around here, right? Yes, until it's in, and power and light until it goes out, but that doesn't happen very often. Incredible. And what was it like going to visit that 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 children's home in Uganda? I think I left my heart there. <laughs> I left my heart in Uganda with those children. And I will be going back very soon. And hopefully, well, it's not even hopefully, it's it's happening because I have so many people on board now that want to help and reach out. And I actually, I I met someone in Dubai that actually works in Uganda building wells, you know, for people that live in the countryside. And it was just, I don't know how this stuff is happening, but just happen chance. I'm in line and someone says, are you American? And I'm like, I am. And so am I. Where are you from? California, I'm from Colorado. And we have this conversation and all of a sudden now we're he's he's reaching out to help me with these children. <laughs> I don't know how this stuff happens, but and it happens so that he's a this huge public figure. I don't want to name names. He's a public figure and he's offered to do whatever he can to help. Incredible. So you're Incredible. at the you're at the Dubai airport switching planes on your way to Uganda and that's just randomly met into this guy. Just the, the craziest thing ever. So you know, and that's been happening quite a bit. This serendipitous meetings, you know, it's been happening quite a bit. What other serendipity have you run into through this journey? Well, I met 
a gorilla doctor, <laughs> a veterinarian who actually goes into the rainforest to take care of the very gorillas that I wrote about and the very gorillas that I got to witness with my own eyes. And that's very interesting. It was very interesting. I also met my illustrator. I was in Peru. It's <laughs> just another happenstance, but I met her dressed in costume and we just started talking and she was telling me that she she's an artist and she draws characters and she liked drawing diverse characters. And here we are. You know, she's drawing my illustrations and my book cover. <laughs> it's just incredible. So, again, traveling sort of amok, having fun. And you just met this woman randomly as she's dressed up as one of your sort of younger gays shows you like to watch. <laughs> and turns out she's an illustrator. And now uh, what has she illustrated for you so far? Well, she's illustrated the Wildlife Divas Adventure Team, Saving the Mountain Gorilla. So all the illustrations within this book are done by Sophia Russo of Peru. <laughs> Incredible. I mean, did you ever think you'd have such a global footprint for yourself? I had no idea this could ever happen to me. I am an introvert, so I don't do people well. <laughs> so, <laughs> you Dubai, yeah. Dubai, Uganda, Peru, right? Now, of course, living in the San Francisco area, that is absolutely incredible. So Lisa, if you were going to think about a, a key message for the world that you know we all should know about the young girls in your book and, and about your book, what, what do you think that might be? I, I think it would be that they're capable. Um, don't un underestimate them. They're smart and witty, intense, and they're going to figure it out. Whatever needs to be taken care of, they will find a way and figure it out and get the job done. Those girls are awesome. Nothing's going to slow them down. They just need the opportunity set in front of them, right? And it sounds like you're showing them that path with, with your book here. What a, what a beautiful story. So Lisa, lots going on, getting this book off the ground. It's going to publish here in just a few weeks. What's, what's next for you in the, in the book journey? My goodness. So what's next is the Ugandan Wildlife Authority and the Gorilla Tour Company will be coming to San Francisco. I booked on February 5th through the 15th. And we'll be traveling around the Bay Area to local zoos. And I'm in contact with the mayor's office. That's another serendipitous meeting I had is I met the liaison for the mayor and they are on this. They're, they're very much on board with this book and the story because it's based in San Francisco. The, the book starts in San Francisco. So there's a lot of mention of the city. And so after the, the Wildlife Authority leaves, they invited me back uh, to Uganda where on national television, I will have a book launch <laughs> in June. It's just, it's the most incredible thing I've ever happened to, in my life. Incredible. And I'm writing, I'm, I've already started on the two next books in the series. So they'll be going to Australia and to India. Wow. So the adventure isn't going to end here. I hope you've got your passport up to date on uh, the, the expiration date. So these folks you've met in Uganda are going to fly to San Francisco uh, to participate in a series of book launch events for you and then have you back down there to be part of a, a national uh, event or a, a, t a televised event for a book launch in Uganda. Yes. Absolutely incredible. And they mentioned a movie. I was like, oh, <laughs> They mentioned a movie. What do you mean by that? So that this book should be a movie. So the folks in Uganda are just saying, hey, let's try to turn this into a movie. Yes. Disney Plus, are you out there? To, to I, wish, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yes. So 
you really you you spent a career working you found once you got out had some little more time in your hands spent time working with these young girls in a, you know a challenging neighborhood yes recognized some of the issues that they had and really were inspired to write a book to help them see themselves not only as the key characters but to see themselves in a bigger light and maybe a better path for themselves and now it sounds like it's opened just dozens of doors for you and and you're just getting started on a a new career i am this is my third life <laughs> <laughs> And um, I and I and I hope and pray that I am open. Um, I, I'm able to open the eyes of little girls everywhere to see themselves that they can do this. Is there a, a story from any of the girls you worked with along along the way from earlier on that that that, that you might want to share with our listeners to, that might inspire them? Well, I I had one situation. She was in middle school at the time and she was very difficult, very angry. Every day she would come in and I'd ask if she had homework. And she says, I don't have any homework. And one day I saw them looking for a book and I decided to buy the book for them. And once I bought the book, I said, now I want to see you do your homework every day. She says, okay. She comes in the next day. She says, Miss Lisa, do you have a newspaper? And I said, yeah, I'll go get one for you. I said, what do you need a newspaper for? She says, I have to do my homework. Well, she graduated from UC Santa Cruz on a full scholarship. <laughs> this, the, that was, that's the most beautiful story I have from that organization is that one girl with that mean girl attitude, which in the book, there's a mean girl. And, and just how she changed, just one little thing. And you, you never know what that one thing, that one catalyst will be to change the, the path of their lives. You just don't know. And it sounds like in this case, it was, you know, a bit of compassion and empathy and, and spending a few bucks on a book for her that really just inspired her and kind of, you know, warmed her heart up. Absolutely. It's that simple. You know, if if you think about people that, you know, maybe aren't that familiar with these neighborhoods or haven't spent a lot of time around some of these neighborhoods, is there something they could do today to maybe help reach out a hand? And it sounds like, you know, help out in some way. Well, I, again, I go back to STEAM and STEM. And if you are capable, if you have the, the wherewithal to help with an after-school program, do so. These girls need it. In these neighborhoods, they're, they're going to be left behind if we don't do something to change it. And they can't afford that. So I think anyone who's, who's able to do so can reach out and do a class, teach them to code. Um, Anything, anything that will help them move forward. Volunteer. Teach math. Take the time. Be, enter their world. You know, show them that there's, you know, a little love and support out there and, and help them get in the path. I love that, you know, one book and a, a little bit of support, you know, change the trajectory of this young girl's life. Yes. Maybe she could help you come back and run this nonprofit as you go down Possibly. the road. Possibly. Possibly. That would be cool. Well, what an extraordinary story, Lisa, for your own journey, making a big right turn after retirement, where most people are sort of off, maybe not doing that many exciting things. You're entering, it sounds like an even more exciting chapter in your life and doing great things to change the world and make it a better place for so many. I want to share a great quote uh, that somebody shared for your book, a praise quote that I think might be awesome to share with our listeners. We applaud and congratulate Lisa Randolph for pioneering international efforts, creating awareness for the world to appreciate the famed mountain girls of Uganda. 
Her efforts will surely contribute to the survival of and communities that owe their living to the guerrilla tourism value chain. Stephen Masaba, Executive Director of Tourism and Business Development, Ugandan Wildlife Authority. Hey, what a great quote from him. How did, how did that feel to read that from Mr. That, Masaba? It's wonderful. When I hear someone else reading it, it just it touches my heart because I feel like I'm actually making a difference in the world. I love that. So some global praise and, and, a, and a nice local one you got here as well about the book. Fun, motivating, and educational while introducing diverse characters to young readers through Steam, Lisa captures the essence of the gorilla trekking experience. A masterful job. Dr. Lou Adams, PhD, Los Angeles County Office of Education. I mean, it doesn't get a whole lot better than those two quotes right there, covering the story of Steam, these young, diverse girls going off to Uganda, saving the silverback gorillas, a hero's journey. But I love that it's not superpowers. It's the superpowers them just, you know, being good students and, and having their academics and, and the steam functions intact, uh, up to speed and, and off and running to save to save the gorillas. Can't wait to hear about the next adventures off to Australia and India. Lisa, absolutely incredible story. Absolutely incredible mission that you're on here. If people want to learn more about you and your book, where might they go to find further information? Well, they can find me on Facebook. They can find me on Instagram and LinkedIn. It's under Lisa M. Randolph or under the Wildlife Divas. I have a website coming soon. It should be up within the next two weeks or so. I should have the website. I, I certainly enjoyed exploring your Instagram page, Wildlife Divas, and seeing all the adventures you've been on, particularly this unbelievable trek to Uganda. Yeah. What an incredible adventure. Not only the book, but this whole journey you've been on. Lisa, congratulations on the success. Many, many great days ahead of you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you, John. My the Wildlife pleasure. Divas Adventure Team will be available this December 2021, wherever you buy books online. I'm your host of the creator community, John Saunders. Keep moving forward.